Good evening and welcome to 1011's N Report preseason special with Chase Madison. I'm Kevin Suits. Nebraska's 2023 season begins in less than a week. The Huskers kick off the 2023 campaign on Thursday with a road game at Minnesota. Yeah, can't wait. Over the next few minutes, we will highlight some of Nebraska's best players. Look at the schedule. We'll hear from Mitch Sherman of The Athletic and we'll also give our predictions. This season marks the start of a new era at Nebraska. After a turbulent 2022, Matt Rule is now in charge. With a new coach comes a new staff, new players, and a new attitude, which puts a new outlook on Nebraska football. There's a new ruler of the Huskers kingdom. There was a time when Nebraska football was feared, and we certainly want to get back to that. And now we're just building the standard higher and higher every day, and you know, like if guys can't beat it, then they can't play here. It's holding guys accountable to the standard, and guys holding me accountable to the standard. I feel like he's going good. Uh, we've been competing every day, uh, making each other better. The offense is making us better with their routes. Uh, I feel like we've been hitting in the right path right now. It's all the same to these guys. They attack every single moment, every play, every day, every week. It's all the same. And that's where I'm just trying to get the mindset to. Just attack everything. Whatever's in front of me, I attack it. That's where we're headed. Matt Rule is Nebraska's first year head coach. He has a clear vision with a message of patience. We're not trying to win the preseason. We're not trying to win the propaganda. We're, we're trying to be eight, act like winners before we are winners. Because, you know, we got guys that can, you know, help bring along younger guys and let them know, you know, what to expect and what not to expect, what to do, what not to do. You don't know until the, you know, the real bullets are flying, but we're going to get them prepared. And the best way to get them prepared, like I said, is through practice. As our mantra always say, get 1% better every day. So just don't make the same mistake twice. We're flying around. We make a place happen. You know, we really bring it back to Black Shirts mentality. Rule takes over a program that was once the authority of college football, a powerhouse which has been on the brink of ruins in recent seasons. Six years without a bowl game, and now it needs a rebuild. I tell our guys when the ethos of who we are matches the legacy of what came before us, then we can build the legacy that comes after us. So I think there's a there's a really good energy around the team right now, and. Uh, just kind of that building that brotherhood since January. I'm definitely excited for it just because I've never played in these type of atmospheres, so it's going to be cool to see. Uh, once we put on that helmet, like we just flip our switch and we're all locked in, ready to go. Our goal is to get every, all 11 hats to the ball, um, and that's what we want to be known for is like, damn, this is going to be a tough team to play against. I will really uh, find out what kind of team we are fast. Rule is the 31st head coach in Nebraska football history. He inherits a veteran team. The Huskers leading rusher and tackler are back. In total, Nebraska returns 14 starters from a year ago. That includes seven on defense. Still, the roster had plenty of turnover. There are 62 newcomers this fall. Speaking of newcomers, the Huskers have a new QB1 for year one of Matt Rule. Jeff Sims from Jacksonville, Florida, by way of Georgia Tech, will lead Nebraska this season. The transfer quarterback impressed coaches this spring, so much so that Kansas Thompson transferred out, making Sims the guy. Sims comes to Lincoln with three seasons of starting QB play under his belt. In 2022, he threw for over 1,100 yards and five touchdowns in seven games before injury kept him out the rest of the season. He's a dual-threat quarterback that amassed for 1,000 over 1,000 rushing yards while at Georgia Tech and will look to bring his dynamic game to the Huskers' offense. Sims leads an offensive unit that plans to focus on running the football. Gabe Irvin will start at running back, though Anthony Grant and Ramir Johnson will also see time at the position. 
For the pass catchers, Thomas Fedoni is healthy and will see time at tight end. Billy Kemp the fourth is the Virginia transfer whose veteran experience will be an asset. And then an IGC and Alex Bullock will take out their starting wide receiver spots. The line is a veteran group. There are more than 100 combined starts between Turner Corcoran, Ethan Piper, Ben Scott, Nuri Nuili, and Bryce Benhart. Scott is an Arizona State transfer. Nuili is back after serving a season-long suspension. Defensively, the Huskers will line up in a 3-3-5 formation. Up front, it'll be Ty Robinson, Natch, Hootmaker, Cam Linhart, a freshman who had a breakout fall camp. Expect MJ Sherman to rush off the edge. Nick Henrich and Luke Reimer anchor the defense from the linebacker spot. The corners are Quentin Newsom and Malcolm Hartsock. And on the back end, it's Omar Brown, Isaac Gifford, and Deshaun Singleton. Brown and Singleton are both transfer additions who played special teams for the Huskers last year. It's been an offseason of learning and relationship building for the Huskers. Yeah, Nebraska, of course, has a new head coach, but also nine new full-time assistants. Marcus Satterfield leads the offense. He'll be the play caller this fall, along with coaching Nebraska's quarterbacks. Satterfield has 12 years of experience as offensive coordinator. Most recently, he coached at South Carolina. Satterfield has traditional approach. He's bringing back the fullback. He's also bringing back the huddle. I'm on a crusade about the huddle. Like, the huddle is, is the the heart and soul of football. How do you ask your quarterback to be a leader if he never talks? Today's football has become, you know, clapping my hands for a snap count and the coaches signaling plays on cue cards. And so, and then they complain about the quarterback not being a vocal leader. Well, when does he have a chance to lead? We're gonna be a pro style offense. Uh, we're gonna use tight ends. We're gonna use a fullback and we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, run the football. We understand to be successful in the Big Ten, you've got to be able to run the football. For the defense, Tony White takes over. White joins the Huskers after three seasons as the defensive coordinator at Syracuse. With the Orange, White led the offense and held defensive opponents to less than 20 points 10 times in his final two seasons. It'll be his 17th season coaching at the Power 5 level. And for White, he knows all about the black shirts and he remembers the powerhouse Husker defense that was once before. I think the biggest thing, especially with Coach Rule's background, is you take athletes, you take football players, and good coaches kind of, kind of uh, adjust the scheme around them. It's always about how does the scheme fit the players versus recruiting specific players to fit the scheme. And I graduated in 1996, 90, 97 from high school. That was Nebraska, right? That, that's Nebraska. You looked up and you saw Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska. Looking at the rest of Rule's staff, EJ Barthel will coach the running backs. Barthel worked with Rule at Temple and in Carolina. Garrett McGuire is the youngest on-field assistant at the Power 5 level and will lead the receivers. McGuire is the son of current Texas Tech coach Joey McGuire. Donovan Rayola leads the O-line and is the only retained coach on Rule's staff from the Frost era. Josh Martin is the newest coach on staff, being elevated to the role of tight ends coach this summer. Rob Dvorak and Evan Cooper, Terrence Knighton and Ed Foley all join the Huskers following Rule from the Carolina Panthers, coaching in similar roles as they did at the pro level. Big news this past week when President Ted Carter left the University of Nebraska. Carter had been given authority over the athletics department two months ago. Carter also served as Trev Albert's boss. The Nebraska AD looks at the season with great anticipation. He believes the Huskers hired the right guy in Matt Rule. Coach Rule is the guy that I thought he was, you know, when we made the hire. Um, you know, he's extraordinarily hardworking. Um, he's very intelligent. He's very strategic. Um, I think he's authentic. I think he's a good culture person. He's a great communicator. 
Um, and now we're all hoping he's a really great football coach. Well, we expect it to be very, very competitive. At the end of the day, I, I think it's also realistic to recognize that this is our first year. We have a whole new coaching staff. We have a new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator, and, and a lot of new players. So um, we just want to get better. The Huskers open the season with a conference opponent for the fourth straight year. Nebraska plays at Minnesota on August 31st. Then a trip to play Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes. The Huskers' first home game is against Northern Illinois, followed by Louisiana Tech and Michigan. The October schedule goes Illinois, Northwestern, and Purdue. Michigan State is next, with Maryland, Wisconsin, and Iowa to close the regular season. The Huskers' day after Thanksgiving game against the Hawkeyes will be televised right here on 10-11. And that Northwestern game will feature Nebraska's alternate uniforms. They're red with blue trim around the numbers. Also, the white stripes on the sleeves have scripting that matches the text on the outside of Memorial Stadium. The inspiration behind the jersey, it's the 100-year anniversary of Memorial Stadium. Yes, it's a milestone year for the iconic venue. Memorial Stadium opened in 1923. It's nearly tripled in size since then. Plus, there have been multiple renovations, making it the famed facility that it is today. The university has a series of events planned to celebrate Memorial Stadium this year. Each game is sold out, according to Trev Alberts. This will push Nebraska's record-setting sellout streak to 396 games. The oddsmakers have Nebraska at six wins for the upcoming season. Some believe that the Huskers will go over that mark, and others see the Huskers having another losing record. What does Mitch Sherman think? We asked the longtime Huskers reporter from The Athletic. Mitch, everybody wants to know what this team is going to look like when the season kicks off on Thursday. From your perspective, what are you expecting to see out of Matt Rule's Huskers on uh, Game 1 against Minnesota? Yeah, it's not a finished product by any stretch. You know, we've heard a lot from Matt Rule, not just in training camp, not just in the summer, but since since he got to Nebraska in November about how he wants to have a physical team, about how he wants to have a team that plays with the kind of tempo that he's used to as a head coach. Um, you know, there's so many characteristics about a Matt Rule team that he has expectations for Nebraska to be able to uphold here early in the season. But I think people need to understand that this is week one, and you know, when week two gets here, you may see a slight improvement. It's going to be a period of time. Do you see this team being able to successfully run the ball in the Big Ten? You know, I'm optimistic about what they've done on the offensive line. I think having Donovan Rayola back for a second season and with more freedom to coach the way that he wants to coach is something that could be overlooked but shouldn't be overlooked. It's a, it's a significant factor in the construction of this offensive line. And there are a lot of pieces or several pieces to this offensive line that are improved over a season ago. Having Nuri Nuili back from suspension this year at one of the guard spots, it really creates an anchor on this line that Nebraska didn't have last year. Getting Ben Scott to transfer from Arizona State, come in and be that center, that piece that's so important to, to getting everything started on the offensive line. I think it makes a big difference for Nebraska. And then the other pieces who are returning, you know, they can all be better because of what Nebraska has around them. I think the offensive line can be a strength for this team as they get into the season. I was just going to ask, the offensive line has a lot of experience. The secondary has a lot of experience. Is it as simple as saying that those two are going to be the strength of this team? I think that's pretty simple. I think that's maybe a little bit too simple. Um, we'll see as they get in um, to things. I think the linebackers really can be a strength for this group, and I think the running backs can be a strength if they stay healthy, if Gabe Irvin is the kind of player from August 31st through Black Friday that Nebraska believes he can be based on the offseason that he had. From the very beginning, he's been a leader for this coaching staff, somebody that players 
all over the field, not just on the offensive side, could look to as an example for how to conduct themselves, how to attack workouts. If he's that guy on Saturdays in the fall, and then you have Ramir Johnson and Anthony Grant to complement him in addition to some young pieces, then I absolutely think the running backs can be a strength for this group. What are your impressions of Matt Rule? He seems to say all the right things. He's done all the right things in terms of getting this fan base to rally behind him and this team. What are your What strikes you the most about Coach Rule? Yeah, the son of a pastor. Um, he uh, he lives that. Um, you know, he's a great communicator. He's comfortable in all situations, and that and that's that's a great first step. That's a great piece of the foundation. You, you know that the players are going to want to play for him. He his assistant coaches are going to work hard for him, and he's going to work them very hard. That's something else that we've learned about him. It's just how hard he works this coaching staff and the, and this roster. But you know, it's all got to come together in those 60 minutes, and that is all to be determined. From a coaching perspective, he says Nebraska needs to win third down, got to run the football, and be really good in the fourth quarter to beat Minnesota in week one. Does this team have the DNA, in your opinion, to check all three of those boxes? They're going to have to have some things go their way in this season opener. I think They're not just going to walk out there and be the team that they are today and beat the team that Minnesota is just toe-to-toe. -to -toe. I think Nebraska is going to have to get some breaks. Right now, going into Minneapolis, Minnesota is the pro program that's more prepared to win in this kind of a situation. It's a it's a winnable game certainly for Nebraska, but it's going to have to get some breaks. Lastly, what are you most excited to see with this team on the field and what should fans really fixate their eyes on when this team takes the field? You know we're always going to watch the quarterback. Yeah. That's just how it is. And we haven't even talked about Jeff Sims here. I'm excited to see him. You know, I think there's a narrative about him nationally or or certainly in the ACC that he isn't the most reliable player, that he has been injury prone, that he has committed a lot of turnovers. And these are things that you can't argue. Nebraska would tell you, the coaches here would tell you that he's a different guy, that this change of scenery has been great for Jeff Sims, that he's a leader in the locker room, that he's someone who's earned his teammates' trusts. Again, to go back to the single digit, we see him with a guy in that first group who was voted by his teammates as as, a, as a, a tough player, that means something. So I'm excited because he's a great athlete. He's six foot four, 220 pounds, 230 pounds. He runs, you know, a, below a four six forty. He's got a big arm. Is he going to be able to harness all that athleticism? Um, if he is, then he's going to be one of the more exciting quarterbacks in the Big Ten to watch this year. And then also, I'm excited to see what Nebraska's done on the defensive line. Uh, it's a position group that, that entered the offseason with a number of questions. But if you walk into a room and see Ty Robinson and see Nash Hutmaker and see the true freshman Cam Lennart and Blaze Gunnarsson, these guys have reshaped their bodies, I think, as much or more as any position group on this team. So I'm interested to see what they're going to be able to do when they go up against an offensive line with a Big Ten jersey um, on the other side. Uh, because it's a different challenge than anything that they've they've faced, even in this harsh, difficult offseason. And is Nebraska ready in that 3-3-5 scheme with the players who are up front at the line of scrimmage to go toe-to-toe -to -toe and win those battles? We thank Mitch for his time. It's now our prediction time. Chase, you've seen the Huskers at practice multiple times this season, also been a part of several interviews. How do you see this season playing out? 
Well, Kevin, you know, for my season prediction, I think rule starts the rule era starts out hot, but not too hot. Looking at the first five weeks, the Huskers go two and three with losses to Minnesota and Michigan. The next stretch, though, is where it can get interesting. Illinois, Northwestern and Purdue can all be winnable games, in my opinion. But let's say two and one in that three game period. Then it's a matter of splitting the last four games to make a bowl. Michigan State, Maryland, Wisconsin and Iowa. That would put the Huskers at six and six. But, you know, I think, you know, me being new to the program, new to Nebraska, maybe we'll have some good luck so I'm going to say seven and five in a surprising year in a competitive Big Ten the last year of what the Big Ten is now and you know for the future a bowl game. I have Nebraska going six and six this season and that means a bowl game. Consider this a step in the right direction under a new regime. I think the Huskers benefit from an easier schedule than in recent seasons. There's no Ohio State or Penn State and each of Nebraska's non-conference opponents had a losing record last year. In fact, all three of them combined for just nine wins. NU goes unbeaten in non-con play, in my opinion, and that gives them three quick wins. There's got to be three more in there somewhere. Northwestern, Purdue, and either Michigan State or Maryland. Don't rule out Nebraska beating Iowa in the regular season finale. After all, the Huskers currently own the Heroes Trophy. We would like to hear your predictions for Nebraska's 2023 campaign. You can leave a comment on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or Chase's favorite, X. Yeah, Twitter. and Kevin, the true fun begins on Thursday when the Huskers play at Minnesota. Yeah, be sure to tune in to 1011 for daily coverage of the Huskers all season long. For Chase Madison, I'm Kevin Suits. Thanks for watching the N Report preseason special.